Thank you so much for listening to Urbanistica podcast. I am Mustafa Sharif, an urban planner, and you're more than welcome to join my big journey of exploring the making of smarter and more livable cities. Please don't forget to follow Urbanistica on the different social media platforms. And also let's connect on LinkedIn. Big thanks to Urbanistica podcast partner, Avery. Avery is an international engineering and design company providing sustainable solutions in the fields of energy, industry, and infrastructure. Are you ready for a new episode? Let's go for it. I have the pleasure to welcome Professor Carlos Moreno to Urbanistica podcast. Hey, and welcome. Good morning. It's a real pleasure for me to be here. Thank you for your kind invitation. How are you doing? Fine, fine. In the condition, uh, in particular in Paris with the COVID-19, I think that uh, uh, we we need to to live uh, in the day to day uh, (laughs) for the best. Yeah, yeah, I understand. So you are our storyteller for this episode and many people would love to hear more about you. So how would you like to introduce yourself and tell us about your passion? Yeah, thank you. Uh, I am a scientist. Uh, I uh, was born in Colombia, in South America, and uh, I arrived in France when I was uh, 20 uh, for... uh, uh, 42 years, uh, I have been living in Paris, my city, and uh, my activity uh, is totally dedicated to the science, to innovation, and uh, for a long time, uh, for uh, uh, almost 15 years, uh, my passion uh, in reality uh, is uh, uh, becoming the cities because uh, uh, in my uh, scientific uh, activity, um, my uh, original discipline, my first discipline, uh, uh, is the mathematics and computer science. But uh, for uh, uh, 15 years, uh, I am totally um, oriented for understanding the new uh, urban and territorial uh, mutations, the impact of new technologies, the concept of a smart city, the role of citizens in cities, the human smart cities, the role of the um, complexity, the interdependencies in, in cities, the living cities, and now the uh, new uh, paradigm about uh, uh, proximities. I am a, a scientific director uh, in the Sorbonne University uh, of the uh, ETI Chair, Entrepreneurship, Territory and Innovation. And I am very happy to, to, to work with uh, scientists, uh, mayors, uh, president of uh, metropolises, uh, private sector. Uh, yes, uh, I, I think that uh, uh, when we have the possibility uh, to uh, work with uh, uh, the very different uh, personalities and sectors. Uh, we have the possibility to open uh, still more uh, the, the, the mindset. And I think that's important today. Yeah, that's amazing. But tell me, when did your passion started about cities? 
Was it there a specific moment? Um, in fact, uh, um, the cities, I, I was born in Latin America, in Colombia, and um, I was born uh, in urban, uh, even if uh, my family uh, was uh, a rural origin. And uh, when uh, when uh, in America, when in Latin America, uh, the cities um, have been becoming the most important place for living. I consider at this moment that this is a very important uh, period for studying why people uh, decided to go in cities uh, for living when in Latin America we have the possibility to continue to live in the rurality, in the small towns, uh, with the nature, with the biodiversity. And in fact, uh, I think that this is the spark for starting my reflection about cities. And uh, 15 years uh, after, when uh, I arrived in Paris, uh, I was totally impressed by the powerful of big cities, Paris, Madrid, Barcelona, Berlin, uh, London, etc. And uh, at this moment, I uh, consider that uh, we need to uh, understand uh, the, uh, this uh, phenomenon. When the new technologies with the uh, revolution of the computer science, science arrived with uh, the um, uh, very powerful software for simulation, uh, with the uh, platforms, the digital platforms arrived, I thought that this is a very good moment for developing in my skills the convergence between mathematics, digital technologies, innovation, and the uh, shape of uh, cities. And this is the moment when I decided to embrace this uh, new discipline the complexity for understanding the future of the cities. And very interesting journey. And now it's leading to your next station, the 15-minute city, that the revolution in our urbanism. So uh, tell, tell me about the background. Like, why did you come up with the 15-minute city? What was, what's, what's the reason or the background of it? The background for arriving to uh, propose um, this uh, paradigm, um, in, in reality, is totally right because this is the continuity of this journey. When we have decided to uh, study uh, cities, in reality, uh, I decided to, to dedicate my professional life to cities. This is. Uh, now, 20 years ago, uh, about uh, this uh, uh, discipline. And um, in reality, uh, I had this uh, um, 
very nice, a very great uh, opportunity for studying uh, cities under different uh, angles uh, or different topics, technological, biodigital, uh, innovation uh, about uh, the new concept for uh, disrupting cities, uh, social uh, for understanding the heterogeneity uh, in cities. And I think that the um, most relevant, re relevant point for me was the climate change. I consider that the climate change in reality um, is uh, uh, the um, key element for imagining the future of the cities. And um, I have uh, observed the emergence of the uh, C40 cities, the uh, global network of the big metropolises for fighting against climate change. The founder of this uh, uh, global network uh, is the former um, mayor of uh, New York, Michael Blomberg, with uh, the participation of the uh, principal mayors uh, around the world, uh, London, uh, Paris, Madrid, Barcelona, Mexico, Rio de Janeiro, San Francisco, etc. etc. And um, I, I consider that uh, in this moment that uh, this is very important to, to embrace um, this uh, um, battle. How could we um, support the cities for building an ambitious roadmap in order to preserve the climate change and in order to fight against the secondary effects, primary and secondary effects of the climate change, uh, air pollution, um, extinction of biodiversity, um, the uh, uh, decrease of uh, water uh, in cities, uh, the um, excessive um, traffic jams, the um, fine particulars, uh, fine particulars in the pollution, etc., etc. And um, in reality, um, my point of view uh, was very clear. If, if we wanted to fight against uh, climate change, uh, we need to live differently. It is not enough to say uh, we need to reach the carbon neutrality at the horizon 2050. We need to say, how could we uh, build a new path? The challenge is to propose a new trajectory. And for this trajectory, year after year, uh, month after month, day after day. We needed to change radically our lifestyle. And at, in this moment, when I um, decided to uh, uh, study the different ways for fighting a climate change, I was interested in uh, understand the relationship between the urban space and the useful time. And 
uh, in this moment, uh, for me, it was very clear that if we wanted to fight against climate change, if we needed to reduce radically the CO2 emissions, if we need, if we want, if we wish to live differently, we needed to propose a, a new a new way for creating a new relationships between the urban space and the uh, time uh, for uh, the, our activities. And uh, of course, uh, the um, activities uh, of uh, the former activist as uh, Jane Jacobs, uh, the researchers in particular in the Nordic countries, the time geography, uh, the uh, proposals of the uh, researchers, the French researchers about uh, chrono urbanism, uh, François Cher, uh, the uh, contributions about the rhythm uh, in the life, in the city, in the day, in the night, uh, Luc Gudansky, uh, Vincent Kaufmann uh, in Switzerland and others. Uh, uh, have been constituting this uh, um, new uh, movement. And my contribution uh, in reality uh, uh, is uh, how could we propose a new vision, a new modern vision for imagining a, a new trajectory and, uh, of course, the 15-minute city uh, was uh, for me uh, during the COP21 in Paris uh, the moment for proposing uh, this idea. But five years ago during the COP21, uh, I think that uh, the public opinion, the uh, urbanism uh, and the urbanist. Uh, um, in, in, in this uh, uh, period, um, don't want uh, to hear this, uh, this idea uh, because uh, many people consider that uh, to live in the proximity is, it, it, it wasn't uh, possible uh, because uh, the, the place uh, taken by the work in our cities is not compatible with the proximity. Today, this is different with the COVID-19 crisis. But five years ago, when for the first time I evoked this concept, um, I think that uh, uh, it is uh, not necessarily the good uh, uh, moment for the a larger community for embracing this idea today is the case yes and so your 15 minute city is the answer to all the challenges that our cities are facing now if i live in a 15 minute city how does it look like can you describe it for us the 15 minute city is uh, today uh, this new paradigm in order to uh, live um, differently to uh, reduce uh, naturally, the CO2 emissions, 
because um, we offer the possibility to uh, provide them um, the um, uh, access uh, of the urban social functions uh, in a, within a short uh, perimeter. Uh, in reality, my uh, contribution uh, is to define the uh, key uh, essential uh, urban social functions. I consider that we um, have six urban essential functions to live, to work, to supply, to care, to educate, and to enjoy. Uh, in, my point, in my point of view, uh, in the, my research team, we consider that if we have the possibility to offer the six urban social functions, so we could maximize the access by uh, a low carbon mobility, by foot or by bike, in a, uh, within a perimeter, 15 minutes in the compact zone, in the high density, or 30 minutes in the middle or uh, low density. In this case, we could offer a very happy urban life or in very happy uh, territorial life. The idea is not to reduce each one of us to live in uh, isolated uh, location. The idea with the 15-minute city is to maximize in a short perimeter the access to the essential urban social functions for uh, offering a vibrant and multi-service city in this concept of polycentric city. If for each one of us, we have the possibility to live in a vibrant 15-minute city, the whole city will be a livable and multi-service city. Uh, the 15-minute city is a, a new uh, proposal for uh, shifting our mindset to understand that we need to break with the modern urbanism based on a segmented city, based on a specialized city, the historical center, the administrative center, the corporate uh, districts, the um, middle class uh, uh, district, uh, the, the popular uh, worker class, uh, etc. We need to um, transform uh, the city uh, in, in order to go towards a social mixity in a functional mixity. We need to use more and better the totality of the resources, material, infrastructures, or materials, new technologies, in order for creating this uh, uh, mixity uh, by the urban social functions and, of course, uh, by uh, another uh, way for using public space, building, uh, green areas, uh, and to have a healthy city.
when when it's like become very popular the 15 minute city concept there was some feedback about this that people will stay within their 15 minute bubble they will not meet other people so which means we might be segregated and the other one it means if we have gonna have this diverse services this means cause of many resources like if i have this function here their function you know so what is your comment about this is it true or what do you think yeah. In reality, uh, if we wanted to uh, go from uh, the current uh, segmented city, if uh, we uh, have decided to um, embrace this uh, idea of the uh, 50 minute city, we needed to preserve uh, for pillars in order to avoid to create a new segregation or in order to avoid to create a new gentrification. The four pillars are ecology, because we need in the totality of city to develop a low carbon city roadmap to live differently, to reduce our emissions to avoid the uh, one driver by car, to uh, avoid uh, diesel cars, to uh, um, develop uh, bike lanes, to develop uh, the, the ecology is the fourth pillar. The second pillar, proximity, for uh, exploring the multipurpose functions. In reality, we have in each one of our cities thousands of the locations, thousands of square uh, meters. We need uh, today to break with the uh, monofunctionalism because we have uh, a lot of infrastructures, a lot of buildings by use it by one, uh, an, an only activity. The uh, multipurpose function, this is the possibility for using more in better intensive way, the infrastructure that exists. But proximity is as well to uh, develop the one point shop, to uh, uh, localize uh, uh, the uh, commercial activities, in the proximity to install cultural centers, to uh, propose medical uh, services, and to propose with the new technologies, the new locations for educating, etc. Proximity is one of the key. The third point is the solidarity. Solidarity, this is the, this is, uh, the way for uh, reconquering the public space and for offering in the public space a new social mixity for uh, gender equity, uh, for social link, for take care of elderly people, for offering to kids the possibility to use the public spaces for playing, uh, uh, etc. To, to, to ensure the quality of the uh, urban space for, for living, not for cars, for, for living. The fourth point, in the citizen empowerment, we need to offer the possibility for citizen workers 
to uh, be involved in the local activities in order to uh, propose the projects, the local projects, concrete uh, with, the, with the tactical urbanism, uh, with the uh, placemaking, for example, uh, for transforming uh, each one of our streets, etc. Ecology, proximity, solidarity, empowerment. For that, if we wanted to avoid the segregation or gentrification, the local governance uh, should uh, propose the new tools, administrative and uh, financial tools. The key element for the local governance is the urban common good. It is not possible to understand the 15 city concept without understanding the importance of the urban common good. The common good is the concept developed by the Nobel Prize Elinor Ostrom. He, uh, she wrote the book, The um, uh, Common Governance, and the urban common good is today uh, for the 50-minute city to offer the new financial tools, the administrative tools for avoiding gentrification. Why? Participatory budget. Participatory budget is very important if we want to involve citizens workers, inhabitants, for proposing projects. In the city of Paris, the, particip the participatory budget uh, is uh, um, 800 million euros only for developing concrete projects. The second point of the common good, this is the protect the locations uh, in order to um, rent with a price below the speculative real uh, market, um, real estate market. In the city of Paris, for example, uh, we uh, have a subsidiary of the city of Paris, uh, totally dedicated for buying square meters location in order to rent for installing the local shops, library, bookstore, uh, recycling point, one point shop, and other in in all in all uh, districts. This is very important because in this case we could install the local shops for uh, commerce uh, without uh, the uh, speculative uh, uh, prices, and in, we have the possibility for uh, proposing the common good in the in the in, in the local commerce. This is the same situation for the affordable housing. We need to propose affordable housing in all districts. It is not possible to concentrate the affordable housing in, 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 in several districts, because this is one of the reasons for the segregation. Uh, the common good, this is the possibility for uh, the local governance uh, to be the guarantee for avoiding gentrification. And the last point, we need to uh, create in a roadmap for uh, balancing again the city to transform the corporate towers only for uh, work in the multi-services 
places. And we need to uh, transform in reality the city, but uh, the 15 minute city is not a magic wand for transforming cities in uh, a few months. The 15 minute cities is the real uh, journey for uh, developing a new convergence between a local governance based on a long term vision with the uh, different uh, actors of the urban ecosystem, private sector, uh, citizens, uh, and the um, local uh, uh, associations uh, for creating a, a new movement. Yeah, and be before you go to the next meeting, I know your time is very limited. So the last question here, how can cities start with implementing the 15-minute city? What to start with? Yeah, uh, today uh, the, uh, we have been living a very uh, interesting uh, period because uh, uh, in several cities, this movement, this movement has started. Uh, uh, this is the case in Paris, this is the case in, in Italy and several cities, the city of, of Milan. Uh, this is very, very advanced in, in, in this way. Um, in my opinion, the, 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 the first point is to build a real uh, roadmap for transforming uh, the city based on these uh, four points ecology, proximity, solidarity, and city development. Uh, that means that uh, we need to uh, propose uh, for ecology to uh, propose a new roadmap uh, based on a new uh, active mobility, a new low carbon active mobility to develop bike lanes, to develop uh, uh, welcomable uh, spaces to reconquer uh, public spaces to transform a public space in the um, uh, in the places uh, for um, different activities. Uh, I think that the uh, roadmap in the ecology um, is uh, the essential. The second point point, we need to um, uh, propose a new uh, installation of the local commerce in the proximity. Without the local commerce, it is not possible to implement the 15-minute uh, city. The third point, we need to propose this uh, polycentric way to transform different uh, uh, locations in city for proposing multiple services. For example, in the city of Paris, we have decided to open the schools during the weekend for uh, developing new activities. We have decided to close the streets that surrounded the school for building the uh, streets for kids. In this case, the totality of the schools are open during the weekend and the uh, uh, streets 
um, uh, have been becoming the new places uh, for living. Uh, we need uh, uh, to uh, propose the participatory budget if we wanted to foster a citizen awareness for creating uh, this way. Uh, we need to uh, propose the concept of the organic density. We need to install the uh, new uh, affordable housing, not only for living, but to combine the social activity uh, living with other activities, cultural activities. We need to decentralize the cultural activities. We need to transform public space in the public space for cultural uh, activities, theater, uh, music, uh, dance, etc. We need to reconquer the public spaces uh, in this way. Uh, and uh, the um, medical uh, activities, we need to decentralize. This is today with the COVID-19 uh, crisis an evidence because uh, when you observe the needs for people to have a vaccine, etc. And uh, if I wanted to put it in a nutshell, the mayor of Paris, uh, Anne Hidalgo, said uh, the roadmap for the 15-minute city is to provoke a new big bang of the proximity. The key word, decentralization. The um, most powerful actions to distribute it in the different uh, point of the city, all kinds of the public services. And to uh, work with the uh, private sector for decentralizing the, uh, the, the jobs, to develop the corporate working. In the city of Milan, the name is the near working. The near working, this is the essential key for transforming the city in the mid-term. Because today, one of the barriers for developing the 15th city was the uh, round trip during one hour for people to go from uh, the at home to uh, the office. We need today to develop the new locations for working close at home, not uh, not at home because the pyjama working is not compliant with the 50 minute city. <laughs> the pyjama working is a danger for the health, uh, yeah. physical and psychological uh, of people. We need to develop the decentralized work. And in this way, it's very important to work with the private sector in order to decentralize uh, this uh, uh, We need to build, before to launch the 15-minute city, we need to build a, a, a roadmap uh, for uh, building an ambitious program during one year, two years, three years and more. Yes. Well, thank you so much again and hopefully talk to you again with more interesting topics. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, have a good week. Bye-bye.
Well, thank you so much for listening to Urbanistica podcast. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. You learned something new and also got inspired by the guest. Don't forget to share the episode on your social media and recommend it to people you think they are really interested in this topic. Thank you so much again for giving your valuable time to Urbanistica podcast. I am Mustafa Sharif. Keep up the good work. Keep loving cities.